¿Estás listo para convertir tus mejores ideas en un negocio en línea exitoso? Te presentamos Shopify. Tal vez no lo sabías, pero nuestro podcast More Than Mummies es un negocio. Y lo comenzamos, por supuesto, para desahogarnos y hablar sobre la maternidad, no para convertirnos en expertas de ventas y del e-commerce. Así que sí, necesitábamos ayuda para vender nuestro merch y poner en marcha nuestra tienda. Por eso estamos tan contentas de usar Shopify. Regístrate con tan solo un dólar por mes en shopify.com barra sonoro, todo en minúsculas. Ve a shopify.com barra sonoro para llevar tu negocio al siguiente nivel. Shopify.com barra sonoro. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers easy get constant contact constant contacts award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out stay top of mind and see big results fast constant contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and sms marketing social media posting and even events management with constant contact you'll reach new audiences Grow your customer list and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistant tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. I'm a small business owner and I believe that this is a great tool for other small business owners. In small businesses, you need to create a team. And if you're starting by yourself, Constant Contact can be the team that you need. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by the 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to constantcontact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. Constantcontact.com. The fundamentals are that we believe creativity drive awareness in a, a far stronger way than any other uh, approach you can use. One day, a giant came to visit our home. Why can't we take the same practices that cause behavior change from a business perspective and apply that to environmental activism or, in, or an environmental campaign. The United Nations has launched a plan to fight poverty, injustice, and climate change. Welcome to the Global Goalscast, the podcast that explores if we can change the world. We want to inspire you to join us. I'm Edie Lush. And I am Claudia Romo Edelman. Thanks to Harman, the official sound of Global Goalscast. This episode is about creativity for good, why it's so important that the skill sets of the creative industry are honed to solve the most challenging issues of our time, why it matters so much to win the hearts and minds of people in order to make a difference. We want to shine the light on major campaigns happening around the Sustainable Development Goals. We want to show that there is a market for good stories as more consumers are buying with their beliefs. We want to make the case for more brands and marketers to get involved in making a difference. So this episode, we will cover a number of very interesting cases. I will be telling you about how we are launching a major new awards initiative at Cannes called the SDG Lion Awards. And we'll be talking about how the seeds of some really exciting projects were actually sown in Cannes. 
Among them, Common Ground, an unprecedented commitment by the marketing and communications industry to put aside their usual fierce rivalry in order to support the Sustainable Development Goals. We will take an example of how the creative industry, combined with some enterprising people from the archipelago of Palau, have worked together to create a groundbreaking pledge that everyone visiting the country now has to sign. So it's a promise that all tourists have to make, right? A promise to be good environmental stewards for the duration of your stay. We will hear more about that later. Also today on the Global Goalscast, we have a creative industry insider, David Greiner. He joins us from New York. Welcome. He's the creative and innovation editor of Adweek. He's a busy guy, and part of his role is overseeing Adweek's very popular podcast. Yeah, that's probably an ad. Very happy to be here. I like the title of your podcast. Yeah, that's probably an ad. It implies for me that advertisers are getting smarter about how they put their messages across. David, in this podcast, we always give away interesting pieces of data to show off with your mother-in-law and some actions that people can take. Yeah, I love the bringing practicality to some of this is uh, is really important because these are these are big goals, as I'm sure you talk about each on each episode, and uh, it's really important to show people how these things come to life in the real world. So we're going to come back to you in just a minute, David, because I know that you are also going to be in Cannes. But first of all, Claudia, the Cannes Lion Advertising Festival, you've been a regular delegate there. Tell me a bit about it. The advertisement festival has been going on forever, 50 years. But over the last five to seven years, I think it changed and grew dramatically. Um, the industry itself, I mean, like it's reflecting what the industry itself has changed about. So when I started going, it was a little bit like the series Mad Men, where I could see all the agency uh, people um, and getting the creatives from there. And then all of a sudden, um, bam, you have creative created by countries like Mexico or by technology companies like Facebook and Instagram, they are competing for the same pot. So it shows that creativity somehow belongs to everybody, particularly because technology has allowed us to have access to new tools that make more people creative. But there's one thing that is clear to me. If you are a creative, the Can Lion is the Oscar prize that you want to win in your lifetime. So why is it called Can Lion? Well, the first festival took place in Venice, and the awards took their name from the Lion of the Piazza di San Marco. It then alternated between Venice and Cannes until 1984, when it finally settled in Cannes. And it's huge, right? It is. It's five days of discussions, arguments, laughter, tears, with some of the most creative people around the world. But mostly, it's about the competition between the best creative pieces in the world. This year, there will be more than 1,600 delegates from industry superstars to musicians, actresses, uh, formerly the Smith, CEO of YouTube, etc. And this is an important year for you as well, Claudia, right? This is the most important Cannes Lion Awards that I probably will witness ever. This is the time in which the SDG Lion Awards will be launched and created for the first time. Cody, remind our listeners what's behind the Sustainable Development Goals and why we have them. The Sustainable Development Goals, or Global Goals as we call them, are the master plan for the people and its planet. 
It is 17 goals ratified by more than 193 countries after five years of negotiation. There is no plan B, but there is no planet B either. And this is the time to act. We are the first generation that can eradicate extreme poverty for the world. We are the last generation that can stop the impact of climate change. And this is the first time in history that we can elevate the playing field for all. But in order to make the Sustainable Development Goals happen, everybody needs to play a role and get involved. And that is why creativity and communication is so critical to penetrate the zeitgeist of the people. So here is Terry Savage, or Savage, who's the chairman of the Cannes Lions, telling me about the important role that creativity plays in spreading the word about the goals. The fundamentals are that we believe creativity drive awareness in a, a far stronger way than any other uh, approach you can use. In terms of the Sustainable Development Goals, what we have done, we have created a category that will award by goal a lion, and in that way will enable people to focus very specifically on entering the awards, this particular category, by specific goals. So we'll have a climate change line, we'll have uh, a hunger line, and that will give a lot of focus to people to create work that is very creative uh, to create a greater awareness level. Terry Savage from the Can Lion there. Claudia, you were part of the driving force that created these awards. Why did you think they were so important to create? For so many reasons, Edie, first of all, because we do have this historic master plan and it's a great framework and it's a great framework for governments and for, you know, like industry, but also for the advertisement uh, industry or a festival like Cannes. So when I was part of the announcement of Common Ground, I went to talk to the, uh, the organizers and I said, like, listen, This is a great framework. We should use it to organize your creative industries that are related to purpose, social um, causes. And I think that by doing that, you not only are going to have some framework and some structure to put education to compete with education entries and uh, girls to girls as opposed to girls compared to toothpaste or so on. But at the <laughs> same time, it is incredibly, it's an incredible incentive for the industry to have an award that, you know, like ideally incentivizes them to create even more uh, of those type of, of entries. So David, you have been watching this industry for a while. How do you think the SDG awards fit into the wider advertising industry and what impact do you think they're going to have? Well, as Claudia said, the, these are the Oscars of advertising. To win one of these is basically the highest honor you can hope to get in your career in advertising. And so when they add a new award, Cannes certainly has added different lines over the years. You know, they'll add creative data and, and, you know, these ones. But those aren't quite as exciting as when they create one like the titanium lines that recognize kind of emerging types of marketing that doesn't fit into any category. Uh, and then most notably the glass line, which are uh, specifically for campaigns and ideas that help empower women. And those glass lines really elevated the discussion of gender balance and equality hmm. and empowerment. The impact was very noticeable and very immediate. And now you've seen campaigns like Fearless Girl uh, go on to, to win glass lions and to become these big international discussion points. Creating this award, it's not something Can does lightly, and it will bring a lot of spotlight uh, to, to some really great initiatives. Just in case people haven't 
heard of the fearless girl. It's a statue, right, of a girl in her power pose. Yeah, she was placed on International Women's Day about a year ago, uh, facing down the charging bull, the famous charging bull of Wall Street. Just so I can be clear, because I'm not the expert here. Do you Are you guys both arguing that this could make the industry, and by industry we mean technology companies, we mean countries, we mean advertising agencies, communication companies in general, get more involved into purpose-driven campaigns? I believe it can. I, I think anything you do that basically says there is value in doing marketing for good, uh, because there are, to be honest, very limited opportunities for advertisers to be awarded for that. There's a lot of debate within the ad industry about how many pro bono, how many nonprofit, how many, you know, causes you should be embracing because, you know, we're here to help clients and we're here to make money. And, you know, the can has traditionally only given one Grand Prix is their biggest award. The biggest thing you can win at can is a Grand Prix. And they give out quite a few of them, but they only give out one to work for nonprofits or for causes. And so that's been a real limitation in my mind. But the whole point of that is they want to say, oh, cause marketing's easy. Anybody can do cause marketing that's powerful. Doing work for a, you know, a carpet company or a toothpaste, that's hard. And I disagree with that fundamentally. And I think this is a good turn of events to to create more opportunities to show that, you know, initiatives that that accomplish these kinds of greater good, that they should be celebrated and they can be celebrated at festivals like can. So now we're going to turn to a story born at Cannes, and it's led to the normally fiercely competitive advertising agencies working together for the common good. Katia, tell me about Common Ground. I love Common Ground, and it was really for me, one of the key things that I saw happening as a result of the Sustainable Development Goals being born, which is the six advertisement agencies that normally compete fiercely, as you just said, decided to start a dialogue and say, let's put down our differences and for once create a campaign of the campaigns. Let's create common ground and use the power that we have to advance the one goal that we have. and. Common Ground was created and incentivized, I have to say, by the industry, supported by the United Nations. I happened to be part of the Secretary General's office at that time, and I cannot tell you how important, how emotional I was when I was sitting in the audience of the Cannes Advertisement Festival in 2016, seeing the heads of the six advertisement agencies together with the Secretary General, where he said, this ring that you see, this ring that has 17 colors that represents this is the logo of the Sustainable Development Goals. Make it big, make it like a ring for the Olympics. Uh, make it symbolize, if the Olympic ring symbolize the best of sport, make this ring of the SDG symbolize the best of humanity. I still get chills. This podcast is produced by the We Are All Human Foundation an organization that aims to advance equity, inclusion and representation in a world where divisive language is getting traction, where we're forgetting that we belong to the same human family, and where the sustainable development goals could never be achieved if we don't recognize that we are simply one, that we are all human. Creativity matters in this sense because it is the one tool that is able to open the doors and open the hearts and the minds of the people regardless of where they are. 
We're aiming to see a creative industry that is more inclusive, that brings more people that have not been able to have the chance to show their creativity to the world, of making the world a better place through communication. I am sure that festivals like the Cannes Advertisement Festival will have increasing numbers and efforts to bring Hispanics, African-American, African people from different regions around the world to show what they can do, the ideas that they have to be represented in festivals for creativity, particularly if it's under the Sustainable Development Goals Lion Awards incentives. You're listening to the Global Goals Cast. Thank you for being with us. If you've joined us before, you'll know that in the first of our green mini-series, we heard how remote islands are some of the first to be affected by climate change, caused by industrialization on the other side of the world. But on the tiny Pacific nation of Palau, the problem is even more urgent. Palau is my idea of paradise, beautiful islands set in turquoise seas. But the sea level around its 700 islands has risen about 9 millimeters a year since 1993, almost three times the global average rate. But Palau has always been ahead of the curve when it comes to conservation. In 2015, they created the world's sixth largest marine sanctuary. And last year, they came up with an amazing idea. Picture the scene. You're about to land in Palau and an in-flight movie comes on. One day, a giant came to visit our home. He stomped on our reefs, gobbled up our precious animals, took fruit from our gardens, even stuffed his pockets with turtle shells. The Palau Pledge is a pledge that every visitor to Palau must take when they enter the country. Children of Palau, I take this pledge as your guest to preserve and protect your beautiful and unique island home. I vow to tread lightly, act kindly, and explore mindfully. When they're actually in the air, they'll watch an in-flight video which briefs them about the Palau Pledge, and then when they get to Palau, they will sign the Palau Pledge as part of official immigration process for their entry into the country. And the Palau Pledge is a promise that they're gonna make to the children of Palau that they'll do the right thing for the country uh, for the sake of the children's future. Nicole Fagan there, part of the team that came up with the Palau Pledge campaign and a One Young World ambassador, one of our partners. I love that idea. And this is more than just a clever promotional gimmick. It's officially part of Palau's immigration process with the pledge itself stamped in your passport. I think it's important we sign the Palau Pledge to preserve uh, the environment and show our commitment so everyone knows uh, about the fragility of uh, the nature here. I hope my children can see the beautiful place one day as I see today. At first I was surprised to have to do it. It's not something that um, I've ever had to do in any other country before, but it really does make you think about what actions you can do to help protect the environment. And I think it's a great idea for other countries to follow. Especially a place like Palau, where their livelihood, um, the culture, 
Uh, pretty much the economy of the island depends on it. I personally feel that uh, President Mangasau is doing a great thing by uh, implementing this pledge. The ocean is like a sick person, so we do have to partner in the challenge to not only restore the damages, but really to prevent uh, the environment from being uh, further uh, destroyed or damaged. And to do this, we have to do a partnership with the tourists and visitors to Palau. Some of Palau's visitors and Palau's president, Tommy Romangasau, talking about the pledge. Nicole Fagan told me how living sustainably isn't a new thing for Palauans. They're very aware of the issues facing their environment because they're so dependent on it. As a tiny island nation, they rely on their natural resources so much from the fish to the land to everything in between. And they're so acutely affected by climate change that they've really had to be sustainably minded. From when you know we weren't thinking about sustainability, Palauans have been living sustainably. Both wheels Palauans themselves know the importance of taking care of their environment. Tourists, which are so vital to the area's economy, aren't always so knowledgeable and can disrespect and harm the delicate, natural, and living ecosystem through ignorance. Nicole here again. And we really looked at the core problem being a lack of education among our incoming tourists. And if we could figure out how we could educate them, then perhaps we could have an influence on how they behaved while they were here in Palau. We put together a brief um, and we started reaching out to our friends and we said, we need help with this problem and we know that creatively we can solve it. And one of the friends that came back to us was the agency Havas Australia. The passport stamp was an early idea that we were excited about. We were excited because they kind of nailed an opportunity that we hadn't thought of as, as our core group. So we thought that this was just a really great partnership. We really believe in the power of an amazing idea. And while we know that, of course, the four of us could come up with great ideas, an agency like Havas, that's their bread and butter. That's what they do. They come up with groundbreaking ideas. And while they might be traditionally used to sell more Jack Daniels, why can't we look at you know influencing behavior to prevent people from throwing their trash on the ground or stepping on coral? So we brought them in because we knew that they could bring to life these amazing ideas. And it's a new approach for a country for Palau, and people would be open to it because it's kind of a new way of thinking about it. Well, I think what's a great example about the Palau Pledge is that advertising's effectiveness is often measured by what they call impressions, which is every time you, one of us sees an ad, that's an impression. I've actually seen it. You could make the best ad campaign in the world, but if no one sees it, people are going to say, oh, it, it wasn't very effective. What's great about this example is that everyone who needs to see it is going to see it. You're going to see the in-flight video that we heard. You're going to see that on your flight in. You're going to literally have the pledge stamped on your passport uh, in your visas, and you're going to have to sign. And so that's the easiest uh, ad campaign I've ever heard of to measure because it's everyone who comes in is going to see it. If more campaigns can think of ways to integrate where it's not about how many ad dollars you put into promoting this thing in ads around the world, it's about making it where it is integrated into what you do. And Palau has done a fantastic job of that. I I think agencies are really going to take that lesson to heart. And I love that kids play such an important role in this story. We got the kids involved to help write the pledge. We've had kids involved at every step of the way. And as a phase two of the project over the course of the next uh, two years, we're actually going to be taking the Palau Pledge and bringing it into the Palau curriculum in some way. 
We want to make sure that the Palau Pledge isn't just something that is a campaign targeting tourists, but it's something that becomes ingrained in Palauan culture moving forward. This is a perfect example of the importance of enabling children, young people, and the larger community to participate and have a direct voice in the development, implementation, and evaluation of policies and laws that affect communities. Young people are the foundation for effective development. And if we engage them, they will improve many of the structural development challenges that we're facing today. So this brilliant campaign that, by the way, our partner One Young World alerted us to, connects so well with the theme of our show. The people in Palau who have worked for generations to look after their island, but with a real need for new creative ideas that go beyond what they've already done. Now, from the small screen of an in-flight movie to the widescreen of the movie theater, Sawa may not be a name you're familiar with, but if you've been to the cinema, there's a very good chance you've seen their work. Yes, Sawa, the Global Cinema Advertisement Association, actually set up the Cannes Lion Festival over 60 years ago. Their main job is helping advertisers and agencies get their campaigns onto huge cinema screens. Now, they are helping to make the Sustainable Development Goals famous by creating big budget cinema ads and get them everywhere. One of the most memorable call to actions on behalf of the Sustainable Development Goals was created by Sawa. Here is Sawa's Cheryl Wanell. Well, Sawa brought John Hegarty to the table and Richard Curtis, famous film director, as I said, worked together on the, on the creative idea with Aardman Studios, who are Wallace and Gromit fame. And they made this ad, we run it, we ran it in 35 countries around the world, we reached 100 million people, but in a retentive way, in an intrusive way, not a, a passive way. And we then got Nielsen, the big research company out of New York, to do a case study and we got incredible recall that when we actually saw the results, we actually didn't believe it. We got one in three people recalled the ad, we have a plan with all these animals set in the General Assembly in the United Nations. And one in three people recalled it after seeing it once, one week later on cinema. And it's almost unheard of recall, which was amazing. <clears throat> We have a plan. The global goals for people and planet. To end poverty. To fight inequalities. And to defeat climate change. And I am proud to announce the plan is agreed by everyone. The United Nations has launched a plan to fight poverty, injustice, and climate change. Tell everyone. Join us at globalgoals.org. Overall, for me, the big question is, what, what would it take? What would it take to see more creativity for good, to see more of those um, goals uh, stamped into the creative briefs of every agency and everyone working on creativity? What would it take to have that incredible ring, the symbol of the best of humanity that is represented on the global goals, seen on the back of the cereal boxes and everywhere around the world? What, what would it take? How do we make the case for creativity for good? I think the answer to your question is the clients. 
that when agencies, they dedicate as much time as they can to efforts for, for nonprofits that maybe can't pay them much or maybe can't pay them anything, they give as much of their time as they honestly can to those projects. And these awards, like it can give them a lot of publicity to help, but it doesn't really pay the bills. You know, this kind of work often is something they're doing out of passion. I think things will change when the clients, the brands, the global brands especially, really can buy into these and not just say they, of course, they're all going to say they they agree with the goals. But when they really get earnestly true about it, when you see those executives coming to Cannes and saying, I'm going to make a commitment, this amount of my budget is going to go to swore, towards supporting these goals, that's when the agencies will breathe a sigh of relief and say, great, we'll do even more and we'll spend even more time and we'll put our best talent on it. But clients will move with consumers, isn't it? So it's all about where do you start the cycle? Because if consumers buy products that have a good heart and a good brand, even if they sometimes are more expensive, if they're green or environmental or whatever, organic, how, where do you start? We've seen, you know, time after time that there is data showing that consumers, especially millennial consumers and moving into Gen Z, that they really do appreciate when brands share their values. And sometimes that gets political, but oftentimes it's just showing that they have a commitment, an earnest commitment. Again, not just a, a PR line of, yes, we, we love the planet and we want to help the planet. But no, you're actually doing something. You're actually making a commitment. Those brands have been proven to be more effective with their consumers. And I think they're trying to find more agency partners who can help them. Them grow even bigger in that space and, and do more good in the world. So do you see a tipping point? Because we know that things change once they're sort of, you know, once the ship starts to turn, there's sort of nothing that will stop it. Do you see things changing? I think every year that I go to Cannes, and Claudia's probably seen the same thing, is these initiatives, this kind of work becomes a little less fringe and a little more on the main stage. I think the examples that she's given uh, in the past few years of bringing together all the holding companies that own the vast majority of advertising agencies in the world and having them on one stage saying, we share a belief in this cause, those things make a big difference. And over the last few years, I think you've really seen that these companies that are driven by profit and really are focused on the bottom line, that they are starting to spend more time thinking about the, the greater good. These tipping points, they don't happen in one year. It's not like everyone says, but, you know, they overnight, oh, I'm suddenly going to start doing this. But you do see that these causes uh, that win on the main stage, it can, uh, that they say, oh, okay, this is what my clients want. This is what the people want. This is what my industry is doing. I'm going to do more of it. And by, you know, I'm going to be a leader in this space. And I think we're seeing that in the last few years. And I would like to conclude from this that yes, we're making progress. Yes, we're in the right path. Yes, we celebrate the SDG Lion Awards and SAWA and Common Ground for trying. Yes, we celebrate the UN agencies and everyone that is working on this field to try to actually open up and partner more. And we want to celebrate brands and uh, companies to look even more for their consumers that are growing into buying with their beliefs. Because if we continue working in this direction, we will make the change. So we're now at the point in the show where we give you some actions that you can go and take. Claudia, what's the first one? Action number one, Palau Pledge. Go and sign it, palaupledge.com. Anyone can sign to show their support. Leonardo DiCaprio signed it, and in fact, I signed it the other day. 
So David, do you have an action that our listeners can take or a message to the industry? A little of both. I would say if you're a, if you're just not in the advertising industry, but you want to help encourage brands, to Claudia's point, they listen to consumers. So if you haven't taken the time to thank uh, a brand, a company that you think is doing something commendable, you know, take the time on social media, especially to just send them a note saying, I really appreciate this because you, you believe it or not, that you'd think that they just get so many messages, they don't see that stuff. They see those and, and those messages do get back to the people that matter. I would say within the industry, I would encourage folks at the agency level to really be proactive. Agencies love, or clients love it when agencies are proactive and bring more information, new information to them to help shape their marketing efforts. I would say take the time to go over and introduce them to the global goals and make sure that they understand why this is important to your agency and why you think it's important to the brand and how it's part of a larger movement within the industry. I, I think that kind of one presentation could end up yielding a lot of uh, benefits over the long term. My third action for today is for the creative industry. All right, creative industry, batch your creative briefs. Stamp them with a logo of the SDGs. Add into it. If the client is not asking you to do anything related to the SDGs, try to find a way to batch your creative brief with the SDG lens. We've got an extra action in this episode that comes from a collaboration between Common Ground we talked about them earlier in the episode, and Google. Inspired by the idea that exponential change can be made possible through repeating little acts by the largest generation on Earth, Gen Z, the project invites participants to share their stories, actions, and changes on YouTube. Here's Deputy Secretary General of the United Nations, Amina Mohabed, talking about Little by Little. Young people are part of the largest generation in history, two billion strong. You're passionate, connected, informed and you care deeply about our world. And right now, our world needs action for gender equality, for the environment, for decent jobs, secure communities, and so much more. We have a blueprint for a better world, the Sustainable Development Goals. Around the globe, young people are coming together to build a movement for success. They call it little by little. It's based on a powerful notion. Yes, we face a lot of big problems but we can start fixing them through a lot of small actions. So listen up. You are one of two billion young people. If each one of you takes action, you will create a wave of change like this world has never ever seen. Join the mission. Be part of two billion acts for good. Because step by step, little by little, we will get to a better world. Together, let's get the job done. Amina Mohammed there, talking about the Common Ground Google campaign, Little by Little. Search for it on YouTube. So now we're going to give you some data to take away that you can look really smart with your mother-in-law at Sunday lunch. 2017 Edelman Brand Survey shows that 60% of millennials worldwide say that they buy with their beliefs. They will buy your brand, buy more of it, switch from it, avoid it, and at the extreme, boycott it over your stance on a controversial or social issue. This is now the new normal. This is why right after the incident in Philadelphia, where two African-Americans were arrested in Starbucks for asking to use the bathroom, reacted so swiftly with a day of unconscious bias education. This isn't just in the U.S. where 47% of consumers are belief-driven. It is actually higher in China, 73%, and in India, 65% of consumers. 
The good news is that a lot of companies see this as an opportunity because they realize that consumers will use their brand as a statement of what they personally care about. Before we go, thank you, David. Where can we listen to your podcast? Uh, well, our podcast for Adweek is called Yeah, That's Probably an Ad. It comes out every week, usually on Mondays, and you can find it on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or Google Play or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, same as you guys. Thank you so much, David, for joining us. That was Iri Losh, and I am Claudia Romo Edelman. See you next time. Music in this episode was by Andrew Phillips, Angelica Garcia, Simon James, Katie Crone, Amy Edwards, and Ashish Pillowal. We would also love to thank our new partners, Unleash and Eunice Social Business, for joining Global Goalscast as we continue spreading awareness about the SDGs and sharing inspirational stories to showcase the progress towards their achievement. You can find a full list of our partners at globalgoalscast.org. This podcast is powered by CBS News Digital. Are you ready to turn your best ideas into a thriving online business? Introducing Shopify, your no-excuses business partner. You might not realize, but our podcast, More Than Mammies, it's a business. And we started it, of course, to talk about maternity, not to become an e-commerce expert. So yeah, we needed some help selling our merch and getting our store up and running. Another sale. Shopify is a commerce platform revolutionizing millions of businesses worldwide. No matter if you are a garage entrepreneur or a big business, Shopify is the only tool you need to start and grow your business without the struggle. With Shopify single dashboard, you can manage orders, shipping, and payments from anywhere, giving you the insights you need wherever you are. Sign up for $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash sonoro or lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash sonoro to take your business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash sonoro. ¿Estás listo para convertir tus mejores ideas en un negocio en línea exitoso? Te presentamos Shopify. Tal vez no lo sabías, pero nuestro podcast More Than Mammies es un negocio y lo empezamos, por supuesto, para desahogarnos y hablar sobre la maternidad, no para convertirnos en expertas de ventas y del e-commerce. Así que sí, necesitábamos ayuda para vender nuestro merch y poner en marcha nuestra tienda. ¿Y cómo suena con Shopify? Llegó otra venta. Shopify es la plataforma de comercio que está revolucionando millones de negocios en todo el mundo. Ya seas un emprendedor desde tu casa o desde donde sea, Shopify es la única herramienta que necesitas para iniciar, administrar y hacer crecer tu negocio sin dificultades. Con Shopify puedo gestionar pedidos, envíos y pagos desde cualquier lugar, brindándote toda la información y estadísticas de tus ventas al detalle. Regístrate para un periodo de prueba con tan solo un dólar al mes en shopify.com barra sonoro, todo en minus Ve a Shopify.com barra sonoro para llevar tu negocio al siguiente nivel. Shopify.com barra sonoro. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.